Hello, and welcome to Range of Motion, or ROMcast. I'm your host, Hunter Kelly, and today I want to cover a little bit about motivation. So before I dive into this week's topic, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. So as of Monday, I have started school back up, coming into my final semester of college, which is awesome, but it's also got a lot of uh, work that's coming along with it. My physiology of sport, I can already tell it's going to take up a good chunk of my time. Plus, I have a couple other classes that are going alongside of that, taking up a good bit of time as well. So, I do plan on still trying to get an episode out every week, though that might be a little ambitious because it looks like it's going to be extra stressful for me. So worst come to worst, I'm going to at least try and get one out every other week for the next 16-ish weeks, however long the semester is. But I'm hoping not to, hopefully pushing out more episodes now that I got all this new information coming through. Uh, but then once I'm done with school, it'll be back on track. I won't have to worry about school taking up that much time. It'll just be work. And this, so I'll be able to definitely jump back on the once a week, maybe even more with the uh, added free time. So today's topic has kind of been in the works for a little bit now. I've joined a Facebook group on a couple of fitness things, and there's a lot of other parts of my life that I know I need motivation on, and I find that other people are struggling to be motivated and trying to find where that comes in for them and kind of where they're at on the motivation spectrum, which I'm going to cover in just a little bit. But first, I was scrolling through my Facebook group and I saw this post and the lady was asking how how to do something. I think it was a pull-up and people were just like, well, just do a pull-up, or they would post a video in the comment section of someone do a pull-up, and they're like, just do this. And I'm like, that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't tell this person how to start on a pull-up. So i trying to get on there and give the best advice I can, like, hey, start with a band or have a spotter holding your legs while you're doing pull-ups, adding more back workouts into your routine to help kind of build up and be able to do those pull-ups. And it, it just blew my mind how people were responding with no help. And then another post, another one was talking about uh, this person had kind of fallen off the wagon for a little bit, and they had gained a little bit of weight, and they wanted to know how some of us stay motivated and keep pushing to either lose weight or just keep reaching our goals. And I can bet over half of the comments were hateful, calling this person fat and lazy. And then at the end of their hateful comment, they're like, well, reach out to me for training. And as I'm reading this, it blows my mind. Like, if someone's calling me fat, lazy, a waste of space... Why on earth would I want to hire you as a personal trainer? 
And it's like, do these people just not know how to communicate with other human beings on a respectful level? Not everyone can be as, you know, callous as you or as callous as whoever's putting out these comments. So I wanted to kind of cover the different levels of motivation, what they mean, how they can pertain to a person and where they are in whatever it is they're trying to be motivated for between life and fitness or just anything that's happening out there. So you have three main types. So you have a motivation, extrinsic or external motivation, and internal or intrinsic motivation. So looking at a motivation first, this is going to be the people that have no motivation to do anything. It's not even a thought in their mind. I'm going to look at this from a just fitness perspective because that's kind of what's been drilled into my head for the past two and a half, three years. So an example of a motivation would just be somebody who's chilling at home. They have no desire to improve their personal health, their fitness health, any part of their life. It's not it's not something that they are actively fighting to improve. So that's going to be a motivation. Then you're moving into external or extrinsic motivation. And this just means that the motivation is coming from outside of your own person. It's not coming from within you. The reason that you're doing something is for something else. So there's four types of external motivation that really kind of fall into more three and a half. So first up is external regulation. And this is where you're pretty much being forced to do something. Uh, that's like when you go to the doctor and the doctor's like, hey, you're morbidly obese. You should start working out to be, you know, to start improving your health. That would be your external regulation where someone is essentially forcing you to do something and that's making you be more active or partake in the activity, whatever it may be. Next up is introjected regulation, which is somewhat external. And this is done for the approval from either yourself or others. So thinking about it as weight loss or kind of the, the beach bot, like, oh, I want to get a beach bot. And then you ask somebody why they're doing it, and they're like, oh, so I can look good at the beach. It's not for a health improvement. It's not for enjoyment. It's purely for aesthetics and getting that approval, whether it be from yourself looking in the mirror or having other people look at you. So then coming up after that is identification. And this is kind of broken down as just the value from the activity. Uh, it'd be like asking someone why they go on a jog every morning. And their answer would be to improve my heart health or to improve my overall health. They're doing it for what's coming out of the activity. 
not necessarily because it's fun and enjoyable to them, but they know by doing this certain activity, it's going to help improve another aspect of their life. And this is where it's starting to become more of a internal motivation, but we still consider external because it's not completely coming from within you. It's still outside. If you think about it, knowing that it's increasing your health, it's it's still an external motivator because whenever we get into internal motivation, it's it's purely from within you and how you feel. So last up on the extrinsic motivation or external motivation is integrated regulation. And this is where it's starting to become more internal because it's becoming part of a person's identity. Whenever you're giving characteristics of yourself or someone else's, the activity or whatever it is is going to be part of that description. Like a football player, a runner, a cyclist, whatever it may be, because that person partakes in it and it's it's a part of who they are. They're not necessarily doing it for the health benefits, they're doing it kind of for the health benefits and for themselves, whether it's being forced upon them or not, more or less you're going to have it not being forced. So this is going to be like your older athlete, maybe your college level athlete that's been doing sports for, you know, 10 years. You're not going to see this as much in a younger athlete because a lot of the time you're having a parent who's signed them up for this activity and they're doing it that way. They might still find enjoyment from the activity, but it's not it's not been a long enough period for it to really be instilled in them and for have it to become part of their identity and who they are as a person. So that pretty much covers the external motivation of the topic for today. And lastly, we have the intrinsic or internal motivation. And this is when you're purely doing something for the sake of whatever it is. So for me personally, it'd be like going out and shooting archery. I don't really care about any benefit that it's giving me. I just absolutely love going out, shooting archery, and having fun, you know, drawing arrows back, sending them downrange. Uh, it's something that the person would find fun, enjoyable, pleasurable, any other synonyms that really go along with that. Because all of that's coming from within you. You're not worried about what other people are thinking. There's no one forcing you to go out and partake in the activity. There's no value of what's coming out of it other than the fun. I could be the worst archer in the world and still have a great time going out there and sending arrows down. It doesn't matter at the, at an intrinsic level of improve. Well, improvement's still good, but it's not a matter of trying to impress anyone else. It's just a matter of yourself, self-impressment, and 
anything else that's coming from within you. So intrinsic motivation definitely comes from just the internal. There's no outside force that is in any way pushing you to partake in the activity. Hopefully this is all making sense. I know it's a little bit different of a topic, but I know it's something that a lot of people can really benefit from, kind of understanding where they are on this spectrum and kind of how they can start to see it as more of an internal because from a motivation to intrinsic motivation. So a motivation, no motivation at all. And as you move up to intrinsic, that motivation level is being pushed up as well. So someone with the internal or intrinsic regular uh, motivation is going to have a whole lot more desire to partake in an activity than someone with the just identification, which is the two, kind of two behind it, because it's something that they value more and they're going to find more enjoyable. And that's the big thing with motivation. Finding something that is enjoyable to you and can also help out with health. So for me, I do cycling as my cardio. I absolutely love it. I find it a lot more entertaining than just running or jogging on a treadmill. So I would consider that more my integrated regulation. But then, like I was saying, archery is my intrinsic. So I'm more apt to do archery, but I know that the cycling is going to be more beneficial to my health as well as it's starting to be more of an enjoyable thing for me to do. So I'm kind of in between that identification and integrated regulation on that. And the more that you start doing an activity, the more that the values will come through to you and you'll start working your way through that spectrum. And that's definitely how the... Uh, I see the motivation. It's kind of just on this big long spectrum and you're just that slider trying to figure out where you are. So it's not like you're strictly external regulated. The doctor said go work out and you're only doing it for that. You could have been in a contemplation phase where you were already thinking about working out and then just having someone else force you to do it could kind of help push you. And covering the contemplation, I want to cover the pretty much five uh, stages of change or what we refer to as the trans-theoretical model. And this is kind of how someone partakes in a new activity. So the first stage is pre-contemplation. This is kind of like a motivation where there's little thought on the activity. There's maybe a a hair to that says, well, what if I started doing this? Then you move into contemplation, which is where you're starting to weigh out the benefits of partaking in a certain activity, whatever it may be, or you're starting to look around for places to go to partake in said activity, whatever it may be. Then you move into preparation, and this is where you're starting to make a plan like, well, every Tuesday morning, I'm free from 
this time to this time, I can try and make it to the park, the gym, wherever it is. And then you're moved back into the action stage, which is where you're starting to partake in this activity. This is less than six months worth of time. So you're you're going every Tuesday. Maybe you're picking up. You're going every Tuesday and Thursday now. So then you're starting to move into maintenance after six months, give or take. And this is where it's becoming more of a habit. It's becoming more of your personality. And as you work through the pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance, you'll see that your motivation levels are changing with that. They're almost in line, I have found most of the time. So pre-contemplation really kind of rides on that border of a motivation and external regulation. And the others kind of just follow suit and fit kind of right above or under that spectrum, however visually works better for you. So as you're your little sliders moving across the motivation spectrum, it's also going to be moving across the trans-theoretical model. Hopefully all of this has made some decent sense. I know it's a, a bit different as far as stuff that a lot of people learn when partaking in activities and maybe not something that everyone thinks about whenever they're working out or doing something, whatever it may be. But knowing the motivation levels can really help you as far as finding enjoyment from it, finding value, or just overall having a great time doing it. And whenever you're out there and you're seeing other people put someone down, whether it be in a Facebook group or definitely in person, I highly recommend either stepping in and telling that person like, hey, Maybe you shouldn't be so harsh on this person because you can normally look at someone and see what kind of motivation works for them. I know some people enjoy being yelled at, but nine times out of ten, no one wants to hear that they're fat and lazy. Most of the time, they'll either already know this and they're already trying to work on it and then hearing someone insult them that way it's just going to like flick their little slider way down that spectrum. And it's not going to help promote them in activities that can help benefit them in reaching their goals. So if you're ever seeing this happen, highly recommend either reaching out to me or reaching out to that person and tell them like, hey, it's all right. There's ways that you can kind of work through this. You don't have to listen to these haters and I know I say that a lot but it it's definitely a big thing trying to block out the people that are either jealous of you for whatever reason that you're trying to better yourself or they're just overall woke up on the wrong side of the bed every day and they're just always grouchy because if someone is trying to better themselves in no way, shape, or form should anybody try and put them down. It's inhumane. I don't understand why people would be 
so cruel to people who are just trying to live a longer, healthier, and hopefully happier life. And that's pretty much going to cover everything that I have to talk about this week. Uh, like I said, school's starting back up, and it seems like it's going to be a pretty heavy load. So I'm going to still try and push out at least an episode a week. They might not be super lengthy. I'm hoping to at least still get some decent content out for everybody. Help push them into hopefully the right direction and improving their health and their life. Because at the end of the day, it really is about living a longer, healthier, and happier life. Doing this through fitness. Finding that common ground meeting people and whatever it may be like always if you like the episode i ask that you share it it really helps me out and it helps out the people that you share it with so we can all find that motivation to keep going in whatever activity it may be again this is hunter kelly signing off <laughs>